Hello, and welcome to Wild Vittles. My name is Chris Smith, and this is episode zero of the Wild Vittles podcast. So in this episode, what I want to do is help you understand what is this podcast going to be all about? Um, what should you anticipate? What's with the funky name? Who am I? And what do we have in store? So let me start off with the name. So first of all, if you've never heard of the word vittles, it's an old cowboy slang, a kind of a country word for for food. And you were here in the Beverly Hillbillies, Granny, if you know that, that character, she'd say, I'm going to whip up some vittles. And no joke, in my household, my wife and I, because we both come from Oklahoma, we live in Texas now, but we come from Oklahoma, kind of agricultural and country backgrounds. We use that term, what, what kind of vittles are we going to have that tonight? What are we going to whip up? And so I think it's a it's an unused word, you know, kind of in the in, in the modern times. And then wild, wild vittles tell me wild game. And wild game is what this is going to be about. And that's really my target audience is people who are interested in cooking, deliciously cooking the um, fish, the fowl, the, the, the deer, the elk, the, the wild pigs, everything that we harvest out there as sportsmen and sportswomen. And it's very important to me. I've been on a long journey. I've been hunting my entire life um, and fishing my entire life. And I've been on a journey to improve my wild game cooking. And I'm not saying I'm not a professional, I'm not professionally trained, but I'm a pretty damn good cook. And I've learned along the way. And I think that there's a bit of a vacuum of information out there. There are some really good folks, you know, providing good cookbooks. Hank Shaw is, is a good example, which I think he's changed my wild game cooking life. But there's a lot of others. And there's there's resources out there that have nothing to do with wild game cooking that you can apply to wild game cooking that are just normal cookbooks. Um, so I, I want to delve into that. I think it's interesting. I could talk about this every day, all day long. So I want to start a podcast about it. So I've talked about the name. I want to talk to you a little bit about my mission. You know, I have to think about the why and anything I do. Um, so I want to become a, a better wild game cook. I want to make you a better wild game cook. I want us to grow together. And doing this podcast is going to help me stretch my boundaries. I'm very firmly rooted to kind of in Tex-Mex um, type cuisine, as well as uh, kind of Louisiana style cooking as well. I want to push those boundaries. And there's some things I'm uncomfortable with. I haven't done a lot of kind of like, you know, Asian cooking or, um, you know, kind of more from the Northern United States. So I want to test those bounds. And I think that this podcast is going to push me to do so if, you know, on a regular basis, I need to provide more content or if I hear from folks and they have questions about those things, I'm excited to do that. So this is a bit of a passion project for me, something I'm excited about. Let's see where it goes. I also want to overcome the stigma that wild game has. I run across people often that say, Ooh, I, I don't like deer meat. And I'll just be like, why? And they'll be like, well, it's gamey what the hell is gamey? You know, it, in my mind, because it doesn't taste like a ribeye doesn't mean it's wrong. You know, deer, um, white tailed deer, mule deer, elk, antelope, um, wild turkeys, even feral pigs have a taste that can be different. Different is not bad. And you need to understand, I mean, 
The biggest problem that I ever had when I was cooking game meat when I first started out was I was treating it like domestic meat that had a lot of fat in it. And wild meat tends to be extremely lean. So if you dry it out, if you, you know, don't, don't cook it properly, yeah, it's going to taste bad. It's going to be dry. It's going to be a bad experience. But I've, I've learned over the decades that there are better ways to do this. And I've really come to find that it's a tremendously wonderful resource. And it really completes the cycle for me. I love to hunt. I love to fish. I like the preparation. I like you know going out into places that I would never go except to hunt and fish. I like the actual act of hunting and fishing, you know, all the way up to the taking of the game. And so many people kind of stop at that point. And really, it's been fulfilling for me, I would say, that I'm completing that circle at the point that I do my own, you know, processing. And if you don't do your own processing of large game, that's okay. Not everybody has the time. And there'll be times even when I might not have the time and I need a professional. Not everybody has the equipment. Maybe you don't have the environment. I live in a very hot climate, and it's difficult for me sometimes to keep all the, the deer meat or elk meat cool so that everything's in good shape and you end up with a great end result, right? So no disparagement of people that don't process. But I love to process my own meat. I love to determine kind of what the cuts are. And I, 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 once I do all that, I have the end in mind, and I'm already thinking about what am I going to cook with this? And no joke, every day I wake up and I think, what am I going to cook tomorrow? Because it takes some pre-planning when you're dealing with frozen food, right? Because you've got to do a thawing process and all of that. I hope to give you that enthusiasm. I hope it's contagious. And I hope together, when other people say, oh, that meat is gamey, that you're able to say, that's not been my experience. And I hope together, we can also come up with turning that around. You know, it's kind of like the slang that the kids use, you know, even I used when I was growing up. You know, if something was bad, well, actually bad meant it was cool. I'm hoping we can get to the point where, you know, gamey is good. Gamey is great. So it's a bit of a crusade of mine, and I hope you join me. And then the last piece here is really I want to end wild game waste. There are a lot of people that are very diligent about eating their wild game, but there are also people that the freezer is kind of a delayed mechanism to just, you, you transition it from the processor into the freezer. Maybe you have a few deer steaks and a bowl of chili. And then by the end of the year, you're like, eh, it's freezer burn. I need to throw it out. And then the cycle restarts. It's, you know, it's your deer. I'm happy for you to do whatever you want with it, but you're missing out. There's a tremendous opportunity in that. So a little, you know, venison diplomacy is kind of what I'm embarking on such that I'm trying to teach people there's great opportunity. And it takes a little bit of work, but not that much. And most of the recipes that I'll do are quite simple, actually. I am not a fancy cook. I am not, um, you know, going to you know, wow you with, you know, French cuisine. that Everything is chopped to the exact same size and everything is measured perfectly. Heck, you know, this is kind of cowboy cooking is kind of what I, I do. I like to do a lot of stuff out on the grill, on the smoker, I do things in cast iron. It's not refined. And some of the food products at the end look like something that might be slopped onto your plate, you know, at the lunch, uh, at the lunchroom, you know, either off of a chuck wagon or in your high school, but it tastes damn good. It's good food. It'll, it'll, it'll stick to your ribs. It'll be something that you'll be excited about the next time. And, you know, my family, my extended family, my friends, they all echo the same. 
So I hope there's something there that, that I can share. What kind of podcast format are we looking at? What are you guys you know, going to be anticipating hearing? Well, there's going to be a mix. Sometimes I am going to do, um, you're going to see me and hear me cooking recipes. And I should say, this is obviously a podcast, so it's audio. I am going to attempt <clears throat> until I am completely frustrated and, and, and can't do it any longer to also shoot videos. Um, I've, I've embarked on this video and audio thing together. The videos, I feel like I'm when I'm editing them, I'm driving a 747 with all of the bells and whistles and some of these tools. But I'm going to try to do that so that you can see, because I've talked to a lot of people about you know, whether or not they think this is a good idea. And everybody says, I think you need a video component because people like to watch people cooking, not necessarily listen to them cooking. So I'm doing that. So I'm going to have me cooking some recipes. I've already uh, done some episodes that will follow this, you know, because they're all kind of in pre-production. I'm trying to do two different formats. So I'll be interested in your feedback and opinions. I've done one where it's kind of a one take where I'm cutting or I'm sorry, I'm cooking with the camera on me, the audio rolling just straight through. It was a simple dish. And, and you know, so it's just kind of real time. Others, I'm uh, videoing actually the cooking steps, and then I'm doing a voiceover. And that seems, I don't know, it's a little prettier to look at, uh, but we'll see. My video is a little lacking because, look, I'm doing this from my iPhone. I'm, I'm dipping my toe in the water to see... Is this crazy idea that I've come up with? Is it worth the investment? Should you get you know a couple cameras so that you look pretty fancy? Let's face it, the iPhones have pretty good cameras, so we're going to see if this works. Um, so that's one type. Another type, I'm going to do some recipe book reviews. I have behind me here, if you know, for those that are just audio, I'm sitting in my office at the world headquarters of the World Vittles podcast, and behind me I have oodles and oodles and oodles of recipe books. Some are, um, are a wild game. Some are just plain old recipe books because there's no rule that says you can't take a normal recipe and apply it to a wild game meat. Uh, you know, that, and that's for fish, turkey, white-tailed deer, elk, whatever the case may be. So those are kind of two cooking formats. I'm very excited that I want to reach out to some of the folks that actually are authors of those books and some people that are all, say, you know, famous or celebrities um, in this wild game cooking space. And I want to interview them. I want to hear about their backstory. What are some tips and tricks that they would suggest? How can we all be better game wild game cooks? And what are they doing? I know they are in combating these stigmas around gaminess. How are they? How are they operating? How are they approaching? food. And I think we'll all learn from that. Um, and then I want to have just a few jam sessions with some, some wild game home cooks like myself. I have a circle of friends here locally. I have uh, folks that I know through Instagram and I anticipate that I'm going to be reaching out to those folks and doing kind of an interview format or kind of a, a discussion format with one or two of the folks. And, and I'll, I'll talk to some other podcasts. I have some friends that are podcasters that are in the space of fishing or hunting. And I think that we'll have a conversation. I think that it's something that would be interesting to listen to. And I listen to podcasts all the time. I watch YouTube all the time. But my goal in all of that is really to learn. And so I hope that we bring entertaining discussions. I hope that we bring information to you. So this is my idea. We'll see how it works. Um, I hope that uh, 
those that are listening will give us some feedback and tell us or tell me, you know, how's the audio quality? How's the content? Am I doing anything that's making you really, you know, driving you up the wall? So all ears are open. I would do appreciate if I do get that feedback. I have set up an Instagram account for the podcast called Wild Vittles Podcast. And Vittles is V-I-T-T-L-E-S. So Wild Vittles Podcast. I will be establishing a YouTube channel, which will also be Wild Vittles Podcast. There is another channel out there under Wild Vittles, which is more of a foraging content that seems to be dormant. Um, that's what I plan for now. I hope to eventually have an email that you're able to also reach out to. So I appreciate your time and your attention. I welcome any feedback, and I would appreciate it if you do like what you hear, that you would give us a five star and give us some feedback on the review, positive or negative. I appreciate it. So until next time, and this is kind of my saying, let's do it for the love of the game. And what I mean is the wild game. And I hope that we can all be become better wild game cooks together. Thank you.